1: And thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and I'm absolutely delighted. Standing up, I could be yelling bravo today. Joining us is the co-founder of Hale Center Theater, Sally Dietline. And as I just say that, Sally, the Hale Center Theater has been such an extraordinary, historic place where our community comes together and shares our love of story and art and music. And so this is just so fun to talk to you because you bring all of these incredible plays and musicals on stage and wow uh, what a season you're in the middle of uh, right now so thank you for joining us sally
2: it's so nice to be on the air with you
1: rebecca i just really am honored by this thank you so much well you know what during the pandemic there was so many uh things that we missed in life And I wanted to just, uh, you know, publicly thank you. Uh, You know, I had been going through some cancer treatments and then we had the pandemic on top of that and there had been so much isolation and I had that opportunity to step into your theater and experience uh, Les Mis with a few hundred incredible guests. And it was just like food for the soul. And I'm sure you're hearing that over and over again, how um, having moments of time when we couldn't have the arts on stage and be together that that made it that much more precious to those who come to the theater
2: it was so crazy uh, rebecca the the first night we were we were closed down for about three and a half months if you start at march twelfth, 2020 when you know the shoe fell um, and then the, the, everything closed down including uh the arts so we were all closed, and uh, then we were given permission by the Utah Board of Health, and the governor really felt like emotionally for everyone, the theater needed to keep going. And so they did everything they could, and we just followed every possible rule. And we opened at the end of June, and I thought to myself, who is going to be brave enough to walk? Again, after all of the trauma of the beginning of this really harsh pandemic and i stood by the concession stand and watched a, a woman who must have been in her 80s and she was dragging an oxygen oxygen tank with oxygen in her nose walking confidently down that long lobby straight over to the theater and went in and I just turned my by, turned around and tears just fell from my eyes I thought this is a woman who would not be stopped and we we you know we would see that and up and down through time and and then as people started to come back and people would say I haven't had a uh, date with my wife for 6 months and and they would just get teary. And then I would go into the into the theaters and watch grown men cry. And uh, just the most remarkable things about how healing the arts are, how they actually make you feel like, okay, life is a little bit back to normal again. And I mean, I know this was with every arts organization, and I'm sure as uh, everyone opened at the times they were allowed to open and they could get themselves going again, that it was um, that it was a remarkable experience for every single arts organization.
1: Absolutely, and I would hear that echoed over and over again. There is something so incredible about having that experience where all together we're experiencing a story unfold on the stage. Age with such beauty and expertise. And, and what's wonderful is, is, you know, let's see, has it been now, it's not been five years yet since you opened the new location in Sandy, right? How long has that been there? November. November.
2: We, it, we, in November, it will be
1: five years. Is... My goodness. Yeah. You... Sat down. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was uh, you know my you know I had had the habit of attending uh, up in uh, West Valley City, right by the Maverick Center, which to me it was already a beautiful theater, and I, I couldn't even envision what it was going to be like when you open up in Sandy. And for those who haven't yet had a chance to go see a performance at Hale Center Theater in Sandy, just go. It Doesn't matter how many miles you're going to drive. These are incredible theaters. Can I use the term theater in the round and still be correct, Sally?
2: Yes, so we have two theaters. Uh, The largest theater is a theater in the round. It seats 911 uh, people, and it is the most technological theater for live stage legitimate theater in the world. So there are a lot of places that have parts and parcels of of the kind of technology which we operate at the theater, but none of them have it all in one spot for live stage. So it's been quite the thing, even to be able to learn how to float the ship uh, get it onto the water and get it going. Uh, uh, but then as new technology has been coming on um, in into reality, we've been able to insert that in. So it just keeps getting better and better. So that's the center stage. That is uh, actually the Young Living center stage. And then the and Legacy Jewel Box stage is a 467-seat um, proscenium thrust Light proscenium thrust stage, and the most magical things happen there. Um, we we have some technology in there that is just really really beautiful, and and tremendous storytelling happens in there. So we are really lucky because we can have these two theaters going on, on all the time, and we are just except for Sundays and an occasional um, you know holiday that crops up. We're always there. We always have something that we're producing and running 52 weeks a year.
1: And I'm so glad that you uh, described the theaters and that you brought up the technology, Sally, because uh, an incredible story, whether I'm reading a book or listening uh, to someone tell a story or seeing someone act it out or seeing it out on stage, great stories transport you, you know, across time. They're they're just incredible. But then when you add all of a sudden a lake is in the middle (laughs) or a river, you know, is in the middle of the stage in the theater that you're at and suddenly you're transported to the clouds the technologies, that technology just kind of adds that 3D experience to uh, the theater so it is it's just you know once in a lifetime opportunity that first time you sit and experience that new technology at Hale Center Theaters and Sandy you have some very uh, beloved works on stage right now School of Rock the musicals getting a lot of attention I've had three or four friends already say are you free are you going you know, you know, let's let's do School of Rock. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: School of Rock is uh, well. It came from the movie uh, with Jack Black. It is famous. You know, I mean, a, a lot of the dinner, genera- a lot of people alive right now have seen that movie. Absolutely, it, it is a very very funny movie about a man who is only wants to be a rock star. He mm-hmm. only wants to be a rock star, and to the point where he's become lazy about everything else in his life. Uh, but then he's asked to pay the rent. So now what do you do? So he fakes himself as a, student teacher, as a substitute teacher. And he goes in, and of course the kids, you know, school doesn't matter much to him, but music does. And somehow, um, out of these classical musicians in this high-end snooty private school, he creates of them a rock band. And it is unbelievable to watch because it's actually happening on stage. Utah has fabulous talent, uh, top to bottom in almost every category. But one of the things that we don't know, and we'll see it in dancing, we'll see it in acting, we'll see it in all kinds of levels of music, but the kid talent and the ability for these kids to play at, at very young ages—drums and lead guitar and string bass and and piano keyboard—in just breathtaking ways is just jaw dropping in School of Rock. And not only that, but then we have singers—the kids who sing, the kids who dance. Um, all of the per- participation of this little this little school classroom is really really fun to see. And you know, it's interesting because it's rock and roll, and, but and it's kids sort of rebelling against. You know what? I need to be able to make some choices for myself. I need my parents to listen to me. This is an age-old thing, but it's funny because I was thinking about it and comparing it to Les Misérables, which
1: is a funny comparison, right? Well, you're going from serious historical themes of life and, and you know death and love and forgiveness, right? And what is sin and, and, and you know what is what is the belief in God? What can it do to transform your life? To yeah, rock and roll and uh, teenage angst. Oh, and yet, and yet,
2: Rebecca, there are such similarities. This is youth. That are again have a cause, yeah. and they're saying, "Please listen to us. Please let us be, you know, remarkable in every way, like we want to, do, like we want to be." That's exactly what the students student did in LAME is, and um, it's just a generation and a different way to tell it and a different kinds of story um, story format. But it really is an age old thing of, "Please listen to me." Ah. And please uh, let me move ahead with my life the way I need to. And uh, parents, I think, when they watch this, if they're watching it honestly, will wake up and listen to their kids. They'll also have tremendous respect for what kids can do. And so that is A school of rock. Um, Last night, as we've had many nights, we'll get two standing ovations
1: for each show. (laughs) And that is just tremendous. And I love the idea, having raised three sons myself, of going to these kind of productions with our kids. And then you have the conversations afterwards, right? Yes, what was the message what are they talking about what did you think about that and and that builds a bridge which to me you know I'm not an art you know an artistic critic um all I can tell you is that I believe to my soul that these kind of theatrical experiences bring people together it builds bridges you know between communities and people we learn about how other people are feeling by watching these kind of stories unfold on the stage so what a great conversation piece for parents and teens uh, school of Rock the musical now um, a lot of your productions are so popular they sell out you have performances through May 28th of School of Rock so tickets are still available
2: yes if you get on right now and we're adding uh, we'll add four o'clock matinees so um, if they'll just get on and and go for it so yeah School of Rock and then we have um, some seats if you get going pretty quick here with them with the light in the piazza, which just opened, uh, but it opened at almost 80% sold. Wow. So we've been adding, it's crazy, we've been adding matinees for this, and
1: uh, I mean, do you want to hear about- I do. I want. I do. We have time, because when I remember, as I was looking a few months ago, what was coming up when I saw the light in the piazza, and I thought, I can't wait for them to transport the stage to Italy. You know, recreating. So, what is the story behind that?
2: The story is pretty basic. Um, A mother takes her daughter, who is 26. Uh, She takes her to Italy to the place where she, where the mother and the father were married. Anyway, she they go on a mama dad a mama daughter trip, and they see the wonders and. The wind catches the girl's hat in the air, and a young boy catches it. And from there ensues a romance. Now, the, the, this is a movie. Um, it was a, also a stage play at a time, but this is a musical that was written for The Light and the Piazza. It played at the Lincoln Center. It won seven Tonys. Wow. It is a monster beauty and it's the kind, I call it a hot tub musical.
1: So, <laughs> okay, wait a minute. A hot tub musical? As in, uh-huh. a, as in a bubbly jacuzzi of warmth? <laughs> yeah, you
2: just, you might as well get your little bubbles and your cup of hot cocoa and just settle in and just enjoy. The music is um, it's light operatic in a way, but there is a tremendous amount of storytelling line reads in the middle and there's a lot of italian and because of the antics and Italians are so outward with their emotions, you can tell you know everything that 's going on, and yet there's a lot of english too but so it's a real world world application of two worlds coming together. It is gorgeous. The singing, the talent of the singers um, in this area is jaw-dropping anyway. But then if you combine great singers with great storytellers, you've really got something. The costuming will absolutely make you crazy. It's, it takes place in the late 50s. It is glorious beyond belief. Uh, we have a concept Artist At the theater, her name is Maddie Ashton. And the girl, if you are talking about anything, she'll start doodling your thoughts. And all of a sudden, there will be your thoughts on a page and you'll go, how did you do that? Are you a mind reader? She has done all the original artwork, which you will see. Uh, and it and it's been uh, digitized and animated so that it moves so you'll see a flower move in or leaves fly across the stage or and the sets by um, Jen Taylor are so. Remarkable in that they really feel like Italy. Lighting. And here is what's really incredible. This music is probably, I think it's probably the toughest musical score in all of Musical Kingdom. It is the toughest. And so only your greatest players can play it. We have five. We have an ensemble, a small orchestra of five. A violin. Cello, um, harp, piano, and string bass that are, they are the finest in Utah. And they yearn to play this piece because it is a challenge. And I am telling you, I sit in there and I am drenched in tears watching this thing every time. It is so beautiful. And it's about how love wins out. After everything going, climbing in and out of all kinds of situations and You know, tugging one way and tugging the other. The beauty of love is what really keeps us going. And (sighs) it... It is just remarkable. I can't say enough. Well, and and it just
1: sounds like that romantic escape so many people are looking for. That uh, Just beautiful. That is called The Light in the Piazza. And for those who just joined us, this is Sally Dietline, the co-founder of Hale Center Theater. We're talking about ongoing performances right now. The School of Rock, the musical, The Light in the Piazza. Um, Also, we have, gosh, still together, maybe about five minutes, Singing in the Rain, is going to be opening up in June, right? With rain, with real (laughs) rain. From the sky, right? I know, it, it, we've got uh,
2: the choreography going on, and this is really funny because our choreographers are so sore. from that, It's really, really hard, hard choreography, which will be spectacular on stage. But that's going to be fun. Um, I, l- let me just quickly walk you through on this five minutes. And then uh, also in the jewel box, as, so the, uh, Singing in the Rain is in the center stage, and then the jewel box is... Um, a silent Sky, it's a true story of Henrietta Leavitt in the early part of the 1900s. She was hired by Harvard University to be a human calculator in their astrological center. And going almost, um, she and a few other women figured out the distances between stars and their brightness and their strengths. And they did this without once looking through Harvard's telescope, because they were women and they weren't allowed to. And also, Henrietta was going deaf. Oh, my goodness. At, at the whole, I mean, this is a true story, and it is so fabulous. I want everyone to see this. Um, it's really heavily sold right now, but if you hurry right now, you can get in. And then, um, of course, in the fall, um, we've got um, just th- this hysterical, funny, macabre, comedy for for the Halloween season called Lucky Stiff. (laughs) This guy wants to to, uh, win all of this money, and the only way he can do it is by taking this dead man around in a wheelchair uh, to all (laughs) places in Monte Carlo. I mean, you're going to love it. And then we were able to get the New York, the post-New York um, rewrite of The Unsinkable Molly Brown. The Unsinkable Molly Brown um, has all of the, you know, the fabulous original music, but now the story that has been, um, you know, recrafted around this uh, wonderful musical has become closer to Molly Brown's real story, which, you know, really ties her in with the Titanic and really ties her in with her influence in uh, in society in Denver and also across the pond. Uh, It's just a great story. And then um, a little mermaid made at Christmas time, along with our beloved Christmas carol, which always sells out. But that's the rest of this year. And so we've got lots. Yeah, It's
1: just like a it's a banquet of incredible choices uh, to go through. And I wanted to mention you uh, you sell season tickets. So when people see these kind of performances talked about, you can actually kind of guarantee that you can have a seat at each of a season's performance if you're smart enough to hop on uh, the season ticket sales. Right.
2: Uh, and there're still a few for not the not the Jill box because those are pretty much sold out but, but for the you can still buy right now if you hurry for the center stage do you know we have over 31,000 season ticket holders this year wow so it's, it's so fun. Uh, it is just a big party all the time.
1: <laughs> well, and I know with Mother's Day coming up, um, I, my neighbor, uh, he his wife, of course, loved the theater. And we live in southern Utah County. And he, every year, that was his beautiful gift to his wife for Mother's Day, was season tickets to the upcoming season of Hale Center Theater. And it just gave her that kind of, um, uh, you know, that, that sense of, I see you, I get you, I know you love the go. And all throughout the year, you're going to have a chance to see things that you love. And I just thought that that is a perfect Mother's Day gift uh, idea. And I know my husband's not listening to this interview. He's in New York City right now. <laughs> but uh, it's just an extraordinary uh, opportunity for us. As we are um, just wrapping things up in this interview, I know that you have a lot of community educational uh, opportunities for people to participate at Hale Center Theater. For those who want to learn learn, Learn a little bit more about how to become involved in that. Where should they go, Sally? Uh,
2: you can call the theater and anybody in the box office can send you in the right direction. But we do, we do, uh, we entertain 15,000 school children free of charge every year. We do have community re- outreach. We, we do we donate to all kinds of, of nonprofit entities to, to help them raise money with tickets. We do everything we can to be part of this community that we love so much. We are a nonprofit ourselves. And we know what it feels like and we want to support each other. So it's been just lovely to be able to, you know, uh, hold each other's arms up and be, you know, champions of all of the wonderful nonprofits doing so much good. And then we have an education program uh, that is really ramping into full life with the David Paul Smith at the helm. And it's um, it's uh, booking right now for children's production classes and adult le- uh, classes and dancing classes and all sorts of things that are coming into view. It's going to be a really fun time at Health Center Theater for Education.
1: And I hear so much about uh, wonderful things about summer camps uh, for children. So this is the time of the year to start thinking, what kind of extraordinary experiences do I want my kids to have? They have summer sessions that have not been fully booked yet? Where you can get your children involved in theater for periods of time, and in addition to productions uh, that will be on the stage in the summer. I am so grateful, Sally Dietline, the co-founder of Hale Center Theater, and we appreciate so much you bringing us another incredible season of stories and stage at Hale Center Theater. Thank you for joining us today.
2: It's so nice to be on the air with you, Rebecca, uh, and, and and thank you, Utah for being such a great support to all of the arts across the state. We have the highest average attendance in the arts of any state in the union. Thank you, Utah. Uh,
1: Thank you again, Sally, for joining us. And if you want more information on the summer camps, the upcoming performances, tickets, educational opportunities at Hale Center Theater in Sandy, you can go online to hct.org.
0: I'm Dave Cauley